make it full screen. Sure. All right. Shalom, shalom, everyone, and welcome to another episode, to our second episode of Outpouring Fellowship Podcast. Matt, how are you doing today? Not too bad. Yeah, when we were um, coming coming on, we were all just uh, uh, talking about what um, what we've been doing this weekend, and uh, we've had busy schedules, so some of us are a little wiped out, but uh, we're we're here now, and we're 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 glad to be here. But all right, let's go ahead and get started. Um, so last week we, uh, of course, was our first one—a little introduction of what we were, what we're all about, what our mission is. Um, we're here to um, reach out to anyone who um anyone who will listen, but mainly to uh, millennials, Generation Z. Um, and even the youth, whoever listens, is more than welcome to listen. But, um, but we want to reach to those who are who have whether who have left the church system, those who maybe are still in the church uh, system, like structure building, and and are just hungry for more, hungry for more of the Holy Spirit, hungry for more of just understanding God's word and in a more uh, a supernatural and an intimate way. Uh, and again, people have left uh, the system for whatever reason. And our goal is to reach those and give them an understanding of what the church um, was in the book of Acts. And even when Jesus um, uh, first made that statement, made the statement that upon this rock, I will build my church. But as we know, in the translation, it really was ecclesia, the Greek word, and it translated as an assembly, a congregation. And uh, what we talked about 
was just kind of just giving us the audience an understanding of what an ecclesia is and understanding uh, and, and understanding the difference between what we know as the church and understanding what an ecclesia is. Mm -hmm. So just a brief, just a kind of a brief, and again, we'll go into more details too, but just to show what everyone, um, give everyone an understanding of what it is. A church, to understand what, you, what we know today in, the, in, in our generation, we understand church, and if, even if you look up the uh, Webster Dictionary, it will say a church is a building, a clergy, a denomination, a public uh, worship service, an institution, and, uh, and a, clerk, a liturgical profession. That's what, how uh, the Webster Dictionary would translate that. But as we, as if you look back in our uh, first episode, we were giving you an understanding of what an ecclesia is and the origins of what uh, historically what it is, and um, what it is is uh, an, an ecclesia is a a called out assembly, a governmental assembly, a ruling council, king, uh, the, a kingdom of heaven on earth, representatives of the king, and ambassadors of heaven. So it gives more of a deep, deeper meaning of what we are as the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. Matt, did you want to add anything uh, brief, uh, briefly to that? Well, I mean, as far as church goes, um, it's it's a loaded word, isn't it? Yes. It's because it has been conflated with the people. It's been conflated with the fellowship. But really, the church is the building. The church is the authority structure, not the people. And with that reality, it becomes a little bit more obvious why it is that we've all kind of felt a little stymied. We've all been hurt in various ways. Um, like this morning, Russ was talking about giving that talk about a loaded topic for anybody who grew up in the church, um, because it's been so manipulated and used to manipulate that it's very difficult to get a clear understanding of, okay, so now I'm, now I'm involved with Ecclesia. How, how, where, to whom, what do I give? Mm -hmm. um, and the simplest answer is, is there anybody in your ecclesia who's hurting? Beyond that, which organizations are doing the most good in your community mm -hmm. that you can partner with as an ecclesia? Whether that be time, or money, it doesn't matter which. Right, and with, with that, all that tithe, and again, to make clear, not all, not all churches do it, but when it comes to, you know, being responsible of a building, building requires bills, electric bills and all that. And that's what really, uh, I, I try to say without being so um, uh, to the point and maybe a little sounding a little arrogant but again that's the truth it the a building needs to be paid for bills the electrical bills water you know because you know some 
some churches have most majority churches have uh, kitchens because uh, you know you're preparing stuff um all, all these little details and just the property tax you know all, all that mm-hmm. but with you know and that's what they have to focus on i'm not saying no money or tithe is helping uh, the poor or other uh, church members but a majority of the time it's paying for the church and the the paycheck of the of the of the clergy Mm-hmm. And it's just the, that's just the that's just the that's the that's reality. just the truth. That's just the reality of it. But with an ecclesia, what if if tithe is given, it's given to the king, and that and that tithe, whether it will be provided for the poor for certain projects, uh, for for you know for for the, anyone who's in need, whether that's a member of the ecclesia or just someone in general that goes to that um, person families or whatever it's for that specific reason or for to send people for a missions program or for trip or whatever but it's more intimate that way mm-hmm. you know the person you're helping exactly and that's the way it was always that's the way it was until we had this giant organization called church exactly so that's just a, a little brief um, review, kind of what we were addressing, just understanding the difference between what we know as the church, but what it was supposed to be in the very beginning, a congregation, a family, because we are the body. Jesus is the head. He guides us, he guides the family, he guides the, the members of the kingdom into where we need to be and to help and to send them off to change people's lives, whether that's in a supernatural way or just financially or just, you know, a conversation, just being there for one another. Mm-hmm. But so, until for so for today is before we, um we're gonna start with word prayer. But um our topic for today, kind of uh, too. But again, who knows? We'll see where this podcast goes. It may be a two parter. Who knows? But uh, our 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 topic is kind of in two, where where we talk about giving understanding of the mission of the ecclesia, and then the message. Understanding the mission. And then the message of the ecclesia. And who knows? We'll, let's see where the Holy Spirit takes us. Um, but let, before we get started, let's just have a word of prayer. Father in heaven, we just uh, come before you right now. We just ask that you guide this discussion, Lord. I thank you for this opportunity that we can, uh, that you have um, provided the opportunity that we start this podcast. I pray that you would, that this podcast would reach those who need to hear it, Lord, that you would um, lead it in the right direction to people who or who are hurting or are seeking answers or just trying to understand what it means to be a, be a disciple and have a relationship with you and, and seeking uh, you in your word and in prayer. And Father, uh, speak through me, speak through Matt, Lord, that we would just provide as, mu- uh, um, uh, as much uh, information, wisdom, and knowledge, whether from our experience and what we've learned from you, Father, and that everything would be, you know, biblically standard. We would just uh, preach from your truth and give a um, background of what we no- understand, and then it would bring clarity, Lord. But it would also bring a more hunger of understanding of you, Lord. So please, Lord, may this message uh, touch whoever needs to touch. And may you receive all the honor and glory. We rebuke the powers of the enemy that will try to intervene. We rebuke them now. We bind them now. We loosen your light, your holy fire. We loosen your presence in this in this virtual meeting right now. And we give you all the honor and glory in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Amen. All right. All right. So like I said, um, what we're going to discuss first is just uh, the mission of the ecclesia. And honestly, it's pretty much what everyone, if those who have attended church, everyone has an understanding of what uh, the message is. 
uh, of what the purpose of the of the gospel and what did Jesus say? Um, the 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 uh, everyone that when I say everyone, I say church members. Those who are familiar with the with the gospel message. At when he um ascended into heaven, he first said, "Go therefore." you know, make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit to teach everything that I've taught you. I'm paraphrasing, but everything that I've taught you, observe, and that I, and I'm with you always, even until the end of the age. So what we kind of learned in our class uh, in, in the ministry that we're involved with, and again, those who are listening and entering in the ministry that we're affiliated with is Omega Kingdom um, Ministry. And uh, this podcast is affiliated with that. The whole purpose of the ministry is to learn how to and to teach others to establish ecclesias, congregations within your household or and anywhere, and, but mainly in the house because it's intimate. So just clarifying for those who, who are just now listening to this. So in our classes that we in our boot camp classes, uh, one of the things we learned was this was the topic of the mission of the ecclesia and reviewing kind of what we know. But again, it will go. It goes deeper. So the things they taught was is the active verbs of the, what Jesus said before he ascended. Go, make disciples, baptizing them, and, and teaching them to observe all things that he commanded us to do. So, and everyone uh, understands that. I mean, I mean uh, uh, understands that, uh, that purpose somewhat. But again, a lot of people think, a lot of Christians believe, um that it's only the leaders that are in charge of doing that you know just pastors the evangelists the teachers those are the, those are like called to a higher authority or go ready yet thinking that they have to be in the office of maybe the five will five the ministry um but no this is everybody it wasn't just the apostles that were there on the mount where, where jesus ascended it was like how many people there matt I think it was like 120 at least. Yeah. If anything, so yeah, over 100. So, I mean, that was a command for everyone that was there. Mm-hmm. A, lot, a lot of individuals, different backgrounds. Yes, the apostles. But yet again, they were nobodies. So, yep. I mean, everyone was called to do this. Okay. Let's break it down a little bit. Yeah. In first century Jewish culture, these were rabbinical school dropouts. Oh, yeah. They were not the best and the brightest. They weren't. They were fishermen. There was a tax collector in the bunch. You know, it. these are just regular people. And they, in the power of the Spirit, did mind-blowingly amazing things. And we're still here talking about them 2,000 years later. Mm -hmm. I mean, you. I don't know of any other small group of people who has had that much impact. I mean, they're out there. It's just we, but, but I mean, the biggest thing was them because they, they, for one thing, they were witnesses. They, they saw, so, I mean, I mean, you, you could say you could defend them in the saying they had an advantage. Well, I mean, so did the Israelites when they were going out of Egypt. 
uh, they saw the, all these the signs and wonders, the miracles. Come on, they were taken out of Egypt for crying out loud, and yet they still doubted God mm-hmm. to be to be used or to be you know you know just doubts. And and my point is, you know, thinking that um, us individually, uh, though we though we believe the words, we believe the stories, but yet we don't believe we and and uh, we don't believe that God can do that anymore. Or but yet. Uh, let alone through me individually in general you know i know god can't use me for this anymore i mean come on i i've done this why would he want to exactly and you know we we all have our stuff guys we all have this disqualification that the enemy tries to throw at us why would you want to do something different why would you want to put yourself out there Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's. And the reality is because they did, because Jesus told them, go. And as you're going do. And it wasn't some kind of thing. It was literally as you do your life, do X, Y, and Z. Mm. That's it. It wasn't. Like, it didn't have to be as complicated as we as we made it to be. We we sorely overcomplicated it. Like mm-hmm. we came up with this. Well, and you know, leaders should be educated. Absolutely. Don't get me wrong. I mean, for crying out loud, I'm a seminary student and I have a theological degree. Not that it really matters, but. <laughs> And that's not to say that I'm more qualified, but by any stretch, it's just knowledge. But at the same time, everybody can grow in knowledge and wisdom and should be growing in knowledge and wisdom, should be growing in experience with God. And most churches drop the experience thing off off a cliff somewhere. Mm Mm-hmm. Because then the, the authorities can't control things. Like, I'm, I've been studying the Reformations again as a, in one of my classes. And it's, it's amazing because these great, the, the quote, great reformers, right? The Luther, the Calvin, the Zwingli. Mm-hmm. They all had these mystical experiences, but then they shut it down because the radicals are doing that. And they think that they can um, come up with something that is on equal footing with scripture. Or they come up with some really out there interpretation of something. And these pastors are like what no no we're not doing that (laughs) thus we have cessationism which is the reality in most churches yeah and and again isn't it that same spirit that the pharisees had when when jesus was doing all these things they 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 look past what happened and and then the, whether what whatever reason thinking oh blasphemy or or but yeah they were um 
uh, they're, 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 they're making a mockery of our, of our name and, and our higher, whatever, whatever the reason, but still it's, it's that same reaction when something, something you cannot explain happens, then, then they got to control it. They got to control yep. the narrative. That's the religious spirit. Mm -hmm. And we all struggle with it. Yes. <laughs> Good yes. Lord. I, I joked that I was born and baptized in it and bred. <laughs> Breathed it, ate it. Yep. It was. Yeah. It that's was. That's all we knew. Yeah. That's all we know. But it's not. <laughs> there's, there's so much more. There's so much more depth than is available in that. Well, again, it, it just it goes back to the disciples. It's the same way. They, th they thought, you know, from because then they relied on the teachings. They relied, you know, going um, to Shabbat and going to the temple to read the daily readings from the Torah of the prophets. And that's all they think that's good enough. This is what we know. This is just, this is constantly being reminded of who we are as, you know, the people of, you know, the children of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And we're knowing that we are the chosen people that God called. And that's all they knew. And then Jesus comes along and does something miraculous. And then people see, you know, and after being baptized by John the baptizer, um, you know, declaring him saying, behold, this is the one we've been waiting for, the Lamb of God to take the sins of the world. And then, and then, then Jesus just flips their whole mindset by just calling out fishermen, come, follow me, and I'll make you fishers of men. And then calls out um, James and then John. And then, and then they go my, another mind blowing thing. He calls a tax collector, and that's the back then. If people don't, for those who don't understand, a tax collector was were, uh, mainly some. Um, there were Jews. They were hired on Jews to collect taxes from the people under under the Roman authority. And as Jews, seeing a Jew becoming a tax collector, they saw that as a traitor because you 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 know you're collecting from your people under a gentilish pagan nation for and, and you and you and you you in order to protect yourself and they saw that as a traitor as blasphemous that you know just frowned upon you know they would spit on upon and and uh, and what you know all that and jesus does something shocking for whatever matthew was going through <laughs> yeah he called out matthew follow me and right, and for, and for whatever uh, experience they had, maybe he was going through something right away. What scripture says, he dropped everything, left his booth, his tax booth, and followed him. Mm -hmm. For whatever reason, we don't have those details, but there was something going on that he saw that this is the Messiah. I'm going. There's something about him. I'm going. I mean, if if Jesus had issued a similar call to Zacchaeus, I'm sure he would have done the same thing. Mm. I mean, same same basic story if you think about it yeah so he calls the unqualified he calls the broken he calls you he calls me and in ecclesia we work we work that out together yes it's called discipleship exactly rely on people and who had experience th those leader-like figures to relate with, uh, with with those who are trying to learn, to teach them, to uh, to bring again what you were saying, Matt, about there needs to be that you know structure when it comes to teaching, bringing that knowledge and wisdom that that needs it. Um, but uh, but along with that, uh, 
comes uh, and 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 by all means, add something that. But it, it but along with that, that intimacy, not like you know hammering that information in you, but just like you know bringing that at the same time, giving it and then encouraging it. You know, maybe that 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 encouragement of testing everything that you're learning. Go do testing yeah. yourself. What I'm teaching you, go to it. Iron sharpening iron. Iron sharpening iron. And any teacher who's unwilling to to learn shouldn't be teaching. Ah, there you go. Because a teacher doesn't all they have knowledge, but they don't have it all figured out. They're still, they're learn they're learning as they go. And and that's one of the things that a lot of pastors fall into that fall into that trap. That well, I have to be the authority because I'm the pastor, and it under underneath the vestments they're going. I, <laughs> but they can't let on. And then they wind up burning out and wind up hurting a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But they don't know any better, so they keep doing what they've been doing. And it's just a vicious cycle. Mm-hmm. And there have been, I mean, there have been movements toward... Uh, helping that but so many so many pastors at least here in the u.s are so i'm just focused on what's on my plate and there's way too much (laughs) um but yeah it and that issue goes away in ecclesia because there is no pastor as such we each speak into each other's lives we each pray over each other. We each bring something every time we meet. Mm-hmm. Now, naturally, there are going to be some who are more gifted as teachers, who may bring more, which yeah. is fine. Yeah. And some who may be more gifted as, say, counselors. Great. As mentors. Awesome. But... Ecclesia is about sort of sharing that burden. So yeah. it's not just one person on stage. Right, right. Absolutely, absolutely. Because when we when we all rely on each other, we're all relying on the Father, on, on Jesus, because he's the head. That's the, one, that's the one we turn to for help. So as, as, as we're at the same time with that balance, we as we help each other out, we allow... And we, and we keep our focus on Jesus, we allow him to help us out too. So that there's that, again, going back to that, what he said, come to me all who are weary and heavy laden, and I, I will give you rest. Both both leaders and, the, and those who are still growing and learning, everyone, come to me, and I will give you rest. And, and that's, I think that's also the part of the mission that um we're all in this t- together and t- without being cliche of that statement but we we are we're all in this together like it's and that's what it is and if somebody goes sort of off that script for lack of a better way to put it they need to be called back in because we can't do this on our own we can't do the we can't be the lone wolf the rambo running around with our spiritual weapons, right? Mm. No, 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 no. We're a unit. We have to be a unit. 
And if we're not, then we're missing a lot. And, you know, some churches have adopted small group models, but that's as a supplement mm. to what's being taught from the pulpit, mm. usually. So the difference between a typical church small group and an ecclesia is that there's no overarching structure saying you, need, you guys need to be covering X, Y, and Z in your small group. Mm. It's just a bunch of a family of believers getting together, talking about the Lord and doing life. Mm -hmm. And while doing life, do what Jesus tells us to can continue to can be willing to preach the gospel to whoever who we come in contact with you. Again, speaking to me, because I don't, I don't put this in enough in practice, but I believe it. Uh, and I, and I have a lot of respect for those who actually do it. Um, and then go out and make disciples Tell, and those who are, and, uh, maybe you're not the person that goes out. Maybe you're the person that just goes and makes disciples as in constantly being that counselor, being that shepherd for them to uh, help them grow, be that encourager constantly, you know, uh, again, going back to sharp, um, iron sharpening iron, um, baptizing. Uh, everyone can be participating in that. Everyone, everyone can participate, not just the pastors. They, they're not the only ones that they, 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 it's an honor for them to be baptized by a pastor. Sure. Absolutely. But everyone can participate in it. Everyone. Mm-hmm. It and, doesn't take yeah, an ordination in order to baptize somebody. Right, right. And then, and then teaching, teaching everything. We all, as a, again, going back to sharpening iron, we all talk about what Jesus is saying. We all talk about, well, what, you know, and then go, asking questions. Well, what did he mean by that parable? Well, maybe he meant this. You know, it just, it goes back to talking about what we're reading and have a conversation about it. And then how, how can we, well, how can we benefit from it? What can we take from this and apply it to our walk with Jesus? So, and then the, and again, it just goes back what the real mission is and all this will go, uh, all this will flow out as we follow him. One of the kind of what the pet peeves I got when, um, when people say, when it, when it comes to the gospel, all you have to do is believe. Yes, you do have. Yes. Okay. We're being very clear. You, there must be belief, but going back to scripture, even the demons believe that there is one God and, mm -hmm. and shudder. But they would continue to deceive mankind, saying uh, saying otherwise. It's not a matter of just believing. Believe, and follow. What did Jesus say to the disciples when he came? Say, "Come, follow me. Follow me. Follow me. Exactly. Don't just believe in me. Follow." Because, as in James, as much as Luther hated James. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, as in James, show me your show me your faith by your works. Right. Uh, it, yeah, I remember having that conversation in uh, in, in school. It's like, uh, well, all you need is faith. Then they had that conversation about well, what about the works? Well, again, it go it, they go both in hand in hand. The yeah, that's justification and sanctification. Right. And right. actually, the Catholics never separated the two for them it's one and the same that's why the that's why we've had that misunderstanding for so long about works being a part of what saves you that that's not some were saying that don't get me wrong but that wasn't the official that wasn't the official teaching even
they it was hey guys yes believe be baptized and then allow the holy spirit to go and do through you mm -hmm. be become sanctified become closer to union with god because mm -hmm. that's what this whole thing is about all right mimicking the his footprints you know walking what mimicking but i mean it's accurate but but wa walking in his footsteps you know uh doing what he does and so it so i, I try to make that i try to tell myself if, if anyone comes to this like oh yeah i believe in it okay that's great you believe but are you following are you are you dying to yourself are you overcoming are you growing closer are you are you what's the what's the greatest commandment that even Jesus addresses that a, a lawyer came to Jesus testing him, you know, again, testing about, you know, what what you know, to see what he says. And he talks about how what should I do to inherit eternal life? And he said, well, you're a lawyer. What's written in the law? How do you read it? Love the Lord, your God, with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, with all your mind and love your neighbor as yourself. And what did Jesus say? And you said, well do this and you will live <laughs> but again it just shows you that um when it comes to loving there must be action if you love him if we love him and jesus says if you love me you will keep my commandments you will do as i do i don't go i don't do anything without the father leading me therefore you shouldn't either mm -hmm. so it's not just a matter of believing it's about following absolutely and just kind of going and, back to with um on uh, i'm sorry to interrupt you matt but just going back to um what others when when people heard what jesus do did they followed wherever they had the chance they went and followed in the same way we needed wherever we see the father moving with this with the with the proper discernment and just seeing the evidence the uh, uh of what god's doing therefore we should be we should be right there and um following the same pattern absolutely and it's it's an ongoing process of discernment it's it's not just this one-time thing because it's relationship mm -hmm. it's not the static um well follow the rules religion it's relationship it's mm -hmm. living breathing it's dynamic it's God being with you and you choosing to be with him. Mm -hmm. That's what this life is for. It's preparing us for heaven. And that's heaven is not just this, oh, well, you put on a white robe and you mm -hmm. strum a harp for eternity. Add no, a little no, wings no. to it. Yeah. <laughs> How Greek can we get? <laughs> I mean, like the the that the classical art, the uh, the Renaissance art, uh, yeah. portraying angels as what's essentially Cupid. Yeah. No, <laughs> angels are you'd know majestic. You yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, especially if they. If they fully manifest, 
I mean, look how many times he's at least Gabriel. He's the one that always kept saying, you know, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. I'm, you're okay. You're not. You're not. You're not. I'm, I'm coming to bring good news here. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I don't want to get too far off in the weeds on yeah. that one. <laughs> <laughs> another but, topic for another time, folks. Absolutely. That The mystical stuff that yeah. gets so lost. Well, that's been buried in a lot of ways. Now, the mainline denominations and even the Catholics are are kind of being forced to rediscover it. Um, because they, they realize that there's something to this whole charismatic thing, this whole Pentecostal thing. Mm. It's, a it's something of a return to the roots of being followers of the way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's what we're talking about here. We're talking about pre-Constantine. We're talking about, um, these and through the course of church history there have been groups who have sort of splintered off in a similar way to what omega kingdom ministry is doing yeah um even the mennonites started out that way the amish they started out that way they became very rigid very religious over the course of centuries but mm -hmm. That's how they started. That's what yeah. Menno Simons was about. Um, and then you had the Moravians down there in North Carolina. Moravian Falls, um, which was actually named for a place in Eastern Europe, but whatever. Um, but they were all about the mystical. They were all about that personal relationship and being small set apart communities <laughs> so it it's not something that's just out from out from the blue out from left field mm. there are deep roots throughout christianity for this sort of thing yeah yeah it goes against what we've been taught <laughs> about mm -hmm. well you have to go to church no, you don't. <laughs> you don't have to go you, to a building. You don't have to go to no. a structure. You just be a family. And you and also you don't have to be um, stuck in that structure, whether physical or the pyramid. Mm -hmm. A little more figurative. Um. Because that's not what Jesus was about. Jesus is actually the antithesis. Like the the sad reality, and don't get us wrong, we love the body of Christ. But we want better for her. Yeah. We want better for you. Yeah. And we believe that Ecclesia is that thing that's why we're here yeah and then not, not and again it's not a matter that we're starting something no no there, there's no we here we're, we're just trying to be obedient to what the holy spirit's leading here we because we be, we believe 
this to be true because we see it in scripture. We see how it, the evidence and we can give references and all that, but just go see for yourself. Look, just read the book of Acts. Just take a time, just read it, read it, and then study it. See how many times that the ecclesia would gather into a particular home, maybe many homes, and whether pray, discuss, fellowship, and just see God's power manifest through them. I mean, it's just, it's all there. It's all there. Think about when Peter was in prison. Yeah, yeah. That, that story. So this was maybe a year or so after Jesus ascended, right? So the, the Jewish leadership was still trying to figure out what to do about these weird, this weird splinter group that wasn't really a splinter group yet. But because they confessed Jesus and said that this man that the powers that be killed came back to life and then ascended to sit at the right hand of the Father, they had issues with that. Still do to this day. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately. Yeah. Now, there are some who are what we would consider messianic. Yes. But I'm not going to get off into that. Those weeds. Um, <laughs> so the, the story of Peter, he was, he was arrested by the Sanhedrin because he, was, he and John were preaching in uh, Solomon's colonnade in the temple and healing people and just glory would show up and they're like no 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 jesus is dead you're lying we can't and peter's like no <laughs> what you gonna do well we'll throw we'll beat you and throw you in prison and slate you to be executed by the way So Peter's ecclesia was gathered at Rhoda's house, praying and singing to the Lord and being an ecclesia. And then Rhoda's servant hears a knock at the door. And she, so she goes to the door and is like, I think Peter's angel's here. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it wasn't Peter's angel. It was Peter because <laughs> an angel had literally just him out of the prison i mean that's a comedy if that if, like, you're, if you think that's a comedy i mean that's just that's the ultimate comedy story it's like hey and like guys i think peter's angels out here no it's me let me in <laughs> <laughs> oh i mean Maybe with it just swear words uh, yeah. the, man, the man was a sailor <laughs> But it just, I mean, it, 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 again, God has a sense of humor. <laughs> oh, yeah, praise the Lord. Uh, but yeah, it just it just shows you that if you just look in, in the max, you see how it was completely different. Everyone was relying on one another. And they weren't perfect. They were not. But they they were still, God still moved through them mightily, mightily. And that is what mm -hmm. we see that's lacking. It's really lacking. Um, because there's, there's no power. There, there's no, uh, again, going back to what we're, our, our topic, just the, the mission mindset. Go, make disciples, 
baptizing them, see the whole, them, not just in water, but baptizing them, Holy Spirit manifesting. And then just mm -hmm. teach, go and teaching people uh, the, the, the ways of Jesus and seeing and going back to seeing how he's the Messiah you've all been waiting for. That's seen in the Old Testament. Again, that's all they got right now. Everything else is being in the process of being recorded, writing or whatever. But that's all they had was the Torah and the prophets just to show that he's the one. He's the one we've been waiting for. So th that's the mission to tell all the Jewish brethren, this is him. This is the one. Um, the one you killed. Yeah. And yeah, that, that's a, many of his names. The one you killed. Exactly. Um, and, you know, it, it's funny how it's, it's so, it, things have been so turned upside down in our society that just us saying that is being anti-Semitic. Mm -hmm. I'm going to call out the elephant in the room. <laughs> like, no, that's not anti-Semitic. That's just telling the truth. Their, their ruling council engineered a plot to kill him. Right. It's, that's what it is. Yeah. And because we're not saying this, and again, that it, we're not even putting hatred on the Jews because it, really no. it wasn't even just the Jews, it was also the Greeks, it was the Romans too. The Romans, everyone, yeah, everyone put them on that cross. It, but the thing is, it well, needed to happen. They were complicit because Pilate was terrified of having to go back to Rome after another rebellion. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because Judea for the Romans for someone in Pilate's position was a backwater. It was your last stop. You failed. Therefore, we're sending you to Judea where you're probably going to get chewed up and spat out because the Judeans and the Galileans were a, a testy bunch. <laughs> Still are. <laughs> and, you know, there's there's nothing inherently wrong with that because the reality of empire, any empire, is that it's inherently destructive to human persons. Mm. There's no such thing as a good empire. No. Especially not when you look in the Bible. Mm -hmm. And how we, in history in general, empires come and go. They've, they exist for a time. And they crumble. And there's a, a pattern that seems to be playing out right now. There you go. That has historically led to collapse mm -hmm. for other, other superpowers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, um, but again, just so we understand. So now, so getting an understanding of the, just um, what Jesus has called us to do. The question is, how are we doing? Well, we have, and this is just coming from notes from the lessons. This is just to address of what, so how is the church doing answering the, the call that Jesus said of those active verbs? It appears that we have left the stuff out. And as we've talked about, preaching of the gospel of the kingdom. Not the gospel of church. Right. The kingdom. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's not just we are waiting for the new heavens and the earth, but the kingdom of heaven is here. Here. 
It's you. It's you. It's me. <laughs> we are the kingdom. As shabby as we may be at the moment. Yes. Again, it's the Lord still using perfect people. Exactly. And the beauty of it. Exactly. And yet he still he still tells us go be perfect, be holy, really. He Jesus says, Be holy just as my father in heaven is is holy. Just as our father in heaven is holy. Strive for it. You're gonna fail, but continue to strive for it. Go, continue moving forward. Love as our father loves. Yes. Would be a better probably a better way to understand that. Yes, amen. And that love is not just a mamsy pamsy. Well, do whatever feels right to you. Yeah. All yeah. you need is love. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I mean, that's a piece of it. That's a piece of it. There's more to it. Love also corrects. Yes. And that's a part of what I see OMK fulfilling in the body of Christ right now. It is a correction to the excesses in that pyramid structure right. in power structure where right. there's the one pastor who gets up and preaches on on sunday morning and then is the the guy that no that that's called being a ceo right we know how that goes and like i personal anecdote I've always struggled with that sort of thinking mm. in relation to the church, in relation to education. This one size fits all, you have to do things this way sort of mentality. No, you don't. And that doesn't actually work. And people wind up getting crushed, people wind up getting hurt. And not served when the entire point of ecclesia is to serve one another to love one another to practice those one another's yeah yeah and again not getting right not getting it right all the time being willing being willing not at the point that you know you're being um uh arrogant about it or at least you're not being willing to correct or being willing to be humbled about whenever you make a mistake but you know but when you do that you know you humble yourself okay i, I made a mistake i could i could have handled that uh, completely different god help me to do it better mm -hmm. um so it's everything's a process and let's go back again going back to the, the disciples journey with jesus they'd ask questions with him right and even jesus you know he makes those uh, statements saying you know are you still without understanding you guys sound a little dull here. I, I've you, been with you guys for two, three years now. But you still do not understand? Yeah. <laughs> but yet, at the same time, being patient with them, he would explain. He explained, because, mm -hmm. you know, whether going back, uh, giving them understanding about the parables or just their random uh, their questions about th things and all that, he would just be gentle with them. And, or again, a answering them, answering a question with a question. So the they can get this thing. Huh? The moment in Samaria where um, they basically got ran out on a rail and Peter and John are like, hey, Lord, should we call down fire on that village? 
he's like, new, new. That's not what we're here to do. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. Easy there. Yeah. I think it was uh, James and John. James and John, yeah. The yeah. Sons of Thunder. Yes, yes. The Sons of Thunder. <laughs> but, you know, it. there's a... It can't be all that. And, you know, they were they were thinking in terms of what Elisha did. Yeah, right, right, right. It, again, and again, called, at, called a different time. The kids who were teasing him. Yeah, <laughs> that was, that <laughs> was Elisha. Yeah, that, yeah, but yeah, it, it, again, a different time. When <laughs> Jesus is here, there's a, there's a different kind of, we, we rain fire on a different enemy. We rain fire on the demonic forces. The, one of the reasons he sent that, yeah, the reason why he said the two by two uh, was to go out, heal the sick, and cast out demons. That's the real fire you 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 have rain on. And they mm -hmm. did. And they were amazed, like, God, man, even the demons, uh, uh, you know, obeyed. They, 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 uh, every time we called them out and they, and they, and they left. I mean, and and when we laid our hands on the people, they they were healed. I mean, imagine what they were you know, being in their shoes, and they actually experienced this. Like, yeah, minds blown completely. And like, it wasn't that there weren't people who did exorcisms. It wasn't that there weren't people who were doing miracles in the sort of judean yeah menu. that existed i mean uh the sons of skiva <laughs> you remember that story where they were they had gone in i i would assume that they were going they were being paid to do this but they literally got stripped and beaten by a demon right because they the demon's like, who are you? Why right. should I listen to you? Right. And then, well, and then I forget if it was Peter or Paul, but one of the two of them goes in and is like, in the name of Jesus Christ, get out. And, and the demon's like, boom. And the, and the sons of Skeever are like, huh? <laughs> Why? But again, it goes back to um, the other thing is what's being left out? is the healing of all kinds of sicknesses and disease and healing and freedom to the demonized. Do you know there, there are those, I remember hearing from different teachers of the, you know, and probably if you asked um, churches today, uh, maybe it, whether locally, but like me being in South Carolina, in the Bible Belt, there's churches like everywhere around the corner. But if, if I had a conversation, if I asked them, do you believe in demons? Probably the majority said, oh, yeah, we believe in demons. We just sure. don't believe in manifestations or something. Or they, they don't, or, or they don't know how to, or they don't know how to respond to that. Or they haven't really thought about it. But there are those churches that will say that, no, no, we don't believe that. That, 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 that That's that not a thing anymore. That's because nice. people, they will, they'll, they've had, there have been people that have just come to the church, sir, I believe that there's a demon oppressing me. I need help. And then there's those pastors like, we don't believe in that. Just, you know. Yep. Go get counseling. Go get counseling. 
Go the see churches are supposed to be the spiritual hospital here. Forget your, your, your thinking and just pray for the person. And then let's see what the Holy Spirit just brings freedom. Because again, then, you know, then who are you under? Um, pastors, you have been given the authority, uh, been given the word by the hands of angels. Same thing what Stephen said to the, to the Pharisees in the council. Mm -hmm. You guys were given the message by the hands of angels and you failed to keep it. It's the same message to the pastors and to the clergy. You failed to keep it. I'm getting real here. Mm -hmm. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe I'm going to be called out here, but um, it's the same. It's the same spirit we've allowed that has existed for centuries, millennia, millennia. Probably the beginning of time. <laughs> it, I mean, anytime there's religion, there's the religious spirit. It just happens. Like the and every every belief system has a kernel of truth, at least one. Otherwise, people would just reject it because we're built-in lie detectors. We know truth when we see it. Some of us have been deadened, many of us, especially here in the West, because ironically, <laughs> ironically after Descartes, going back in history a little bit, um, skepticism. Yeah. There, there's a healthy amount of skepticism that needs to be a thing. Mm -hmm. And not just in the church, in life in general. Yes. Not just taking whatever some authority says just because the authority said it. But questioning it and going, really? is Because that's not making sense to me. And that, has, that impulse has been so deadened in at least the US, probably mo the majority of the West, by now, that we get called conspiracy theorists yeah. for questioning things. Yeah. <laughs> Not gonna get into that. But <laughs> question, use your God-given brain, yeah, that yeah. gray matter between your ears. Test everything that's being taught to you. Exactly. I even had a conversation with an individual about just an understanding of baptism. Is the water necessary or is it just the baptism of the Holy Spirit important? Uh, is the is it just baptism of water just a, a symbolism of just of just uh, repenting of sins as a, and a, um, a statement of being reconciled to Christ? Um, is it is it necessary? So, I mean, again, but again, topics like that. It's worth it's worth looking into maybe make sure that what you're what you believe you you know you stand by it let's talk about it okay let's 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 look through the evidence of that of water baptism and the baptism of the holy spirit so and, yeah yeah i mean the whole concept of baptism is very jewish right rich uh, uh ritual cleansing mm -hmm. that's that's the idea jesus just sort of claimed it just like he did with communion mm -hmm. that was a standard standard covenantal meal mm -hmm. especially in the context of passover right 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 so it was 
and it was the same way with John and Jesus with water baptism. It's an outward symbol of something that's art that of repentance and of submission mm. to Jesus as Lord, at least, mm. you know, post Jesus. Um, so yes, water baptism is necessary. Crucial for salvation? No. But a good thing. Um, and it's not necessarily connected with baptism of the Holy Spirit because the reason that that like Peter baptized Cornelius' household was because the Holy Spirit fell in Cornelius' house. He's like, wait a minute, so it's not just for Jews. Okay, let's do this thing. And then right. he started acting funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that scenario I'm telling but, you. But uh yeah, just but yeah, the whole the whole general just um of just talking about these things, addressing things that with the skepticism, but again, test everything and see like what what have what has been suppressed and that is one thing understanding the kingdom of god understanding that healings are necessary we still deal with diseases people are broken people are bounded by drugs uh pornography and 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 what and whatever i mean it just the, the, the drunkenness um it's nameless it's it's endless so therefore god has called you know for us as representatives of the kingdom to be that you know that spiritual hospital, to go to go and to, uh, in the name of Jesus, the 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 the, the, the true uh, physician to heal to, to heal that sickness, to cast out that demon that's kept put that kept that person into a spiritual slavery for so long, and we're called to go for it. Kind of going back to what um uh, in Mark, uh, it mentions that these signs would follow as we're preaching the gospel. And you know what? I'm not going to uh, word it. Let's read it real quick. Just going to uh, go ahead and just read word for word. And for those who um, don't need to know, it's Mark 16, uh, uh, four, uh, 14 through uh, uh, 18. Actually, excuse me, 15. And he said to them, this is Jesus. He says, go into the world, all the world, and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe in my name. They will cast out demons. Ooh, demons. Yes, they exist still. Mm -hmm. Cast out demons. They will speak in new tongues. Oh, tongues don't matter. No, no? yeah. We that, that sorry. We, we That's not a wrong thing before. Anymore. That's not a thing. Yes, it is a thing. Sorry. On. Uh, Speaking in new tongues, they will pick up the serpents and with their hands, physically, spiritually, spiritually, both, and both. Yes, because you know, again, it goes back to if going reading on. Um, and if they drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt them. They will lay their hands on the sick, and they will recover. Oh, that doesn't happen anymore. No, 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 no. We we don't do the healing, and they uh. Sorry, what Bible are you reading? It's just like, well, what God do you serve? And it's one that they've been taught. Right. 
Like, it's not these people's fault. Mm. Right. The traditions, just like, just like with the Jewish elders, same thing. We get caught up in tradition, we humans. We're creatures of habit. Mm -hmm. And then the Holy Spirit shows up and blows things up. <laughs> yep. Yep. And it's a beautiful thing when he does. Mm -hmm. It just shows his love for us. Disorienting. Yeah. <laughs> but then you get reoriented. Yes. And Praise things God. are better. Praise God. Kind of like going back in the book of Judges, you know, where it, uh, the, the constant repetition. Uh, after all, they're all the people of Israel. Said, yeah, the cycle. They, after, you know, when Joshua and finally everyone's in the promised lands, everyone's settled and, gener and you know, years have passed along. But there's a cycle of, rep of rep repetition of the people of Israel going in, uh, worshiping the Baals and Astros. You'll see that constantly worshiping the Baals and Astros. And every time they did that, the Lord will allow them to. Uh, uh, be trapped in or be uh, um, ruled by a certain people for a time, and then he would raise up judges as a symbol of a savior, as the for the ultimate savior, Jesus. But as a you know, a foreshadow that he will raise up someone to bring salvation to his people. Mm -hmm. and, and and again, it just shows that love that God would even want to do that because we're so hard-hearted people, sinful people, and just you know want to do our own thing, and yet. He shows his love by sending, you know, a, a figure to bring God's salvation. Mm -hmm. To bring a change, to get back on track. Exactly. And we all still do. Oh, my goodness, yes. Cycle. I mean, unless, unless we happen to be blessed with a, a, a sudden and immediate sozo for whatever mm. sin pattern immediate like instant deliverance it happens not as frequently as we wish it would but i think that's kind of like paul's thorn in the flesh right where he had this thing that he would fast and pray over it drove him nuts whatever it was we don't know what it was could have been his eyesight could have been doubt could have been who knows but God said, no, my grace is sufficient for you. I'm not going to take this from you. You need to work it out. And that's part of that work, work your salvation out with fear and trembling thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right, right. Which is not a message that often gets preached. Exactly, exactly. Meaning you got to do something as you walk. Again, it goes back to follow. You mm -hmm. don't rely. You don't rely on the pastor's uh, salvation. You don't, and kids. You don't rely on your parents' salvation. You don't rely on anybody else's salvation. You need to have a relationship with Yeshua, with Jesus, so that you can allow Him to teach you what is right, what is the way. This is the way. Walk in it. To continue to seek Him, to to, and when you seek Him, feel that freedom in him you feel that not anybody else don't go like going through the motions you're the one that has the encounter you mm -hmm. yeah it's and that's what it is it's you have to own your faith it has kinda to go words kind of going to what the other thing we, um to, to mention and it's probably and this is probably where we need to probably wrap it up 
Uh, I wish we get the message, but we would probably be here all night. But going back to what what the Lord has given us a prototype, him. Going to John 20, verse 21. It mentions right here that Jesus said to them again, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, even so, I am sending you. And this is before he was... Uh, no, no, this is after the resurrection. He says that as he sent me to you, I'm sending all of you. Mimic me. Follow, do as I do. I'm sending you all. Everyone who's called by my name, go. Whether it, if you're just in your job, go, go continue preaching the gospel. If you're just traveling and you encounter people, mention me. You know, and sometimes it doesn't have to be in words. It's just be it's just in actions. It's your personality. Sometimes even that can just be the gospel. Say that again. Be a blessing. Be a blessing. There you go. Um. So that just by you know mimic that. Don't get stuck in this. Well, I have to preach. No, no, you don't. Be led by the Spirit. If He leads you to preach, do it. Exactly. And think of Saint Francis. Is, there's a a famous quote, preach the gospel, and if necessary, use words. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be the gospel. Is that, it's that saying that, you, other people. it's that saying that actions speak louder than words. You, you, you practice what you preach, you know, let your actions demonstrate it. And then if you have something to say, then say it. Mm -hmm. Um, And the other thing, uh, Kind of goes back to what we said about, you know, love. You know, if we love him, we will keep his commandments. And he mentions this here uh, in uh, John uh, chapter 14. If Okay, Jesus answered um, to Judas Iscariot, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus answered, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word and my father will love him. And, and we will come to him and make our home with him. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words. And the word that you hear is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. Again, he said, again he's just showing you not, what you what you hear me say. I speak from my Father. I do nothing without my Father. So therefore, mimic me. Love me. If you love me, you're going to do what I, I command you to do. Mm -hmm. uh, so use that prototype. Use what Jesus did. He would go where the Father told him to go. That's why he needed, he, he, he needed, and he always went to a um, solitude place to be refreshed in the spirit because he was doing so much work. He was tired you know, and all that. So he needed to be refreshed by the presence of his father. As mm -hmm. don't, don't we all? Don't we all? And he taught, and he taught his disciples how to pray. So therefore, another prototype, go do as the father has done, as he sent us, do, uh, um, uh, as he as he sent as sent him, he's also sending us. Mm -hmm. And in uh, the other prototype is in Acts uh, ten thirty eight, and I'm gonna just paraphrase this. Is it's talking about how you know you know Jesus of Nazareth? He was sent to bring freedom. I'm paraphrasing, but yeah, to heal the sick, cast the demons, bring salvation. You know, bring the message of salvation. There, no another prototype that we can all follow. We should be doing the same. At least at being willing. You know, it's, it's just you know. Because uh, again, you always got to make sure you you when when we follow the Holy Spirit. And I'm talking to me. I'm always 
reflecting that because it's something that we all continue to practice. We don't have it figured out, but the thing to be remembered is that when, when we, if we were willing, we just need to be willing. Ask the father if we're out in downtown or like in a, or just a small neighborhood, maybe just walk walking around the neighborhood or wherever we're at. Just ask the father, okay, father, what do you have in store? Lead me. Tell me where I need to be. Maybe it's just maybe I don't need to counter anyone. Maybe I just continue to pray where uh, just for you know whoever I see. Maybe just praying for this certain area. Uh, you know, it could be anything. But if we have a, a willing spirit, the Lord will the Lord will honor that, and He will bring people. He will He will do something. Just keep wa- let us keep watching. This is for all of us. This is including me. Let us keep watching what He's doing. So let's just submit, submit to His will. And just be willing, be willing wherever we're at to make him known. Amen. So that is our mission. That even though that's always been preaching, you know, that's always been the thing, the gospel. But it's it's not just for lead. That's the point where we're trying to make. It's not just for the people that you know called into the clergy again. What we know, yeah. That, but it's for everyone. Be willing to study. I know, I know people, we, we, we have different kinds of jobs where it's hard to make the time. It can be just 15 minutes of just spending in his word and, and in prayer, but make the effort. And it just by little that the Lord can teach you just something, you know, that you would have thought you'd have to learn in two days or like you could learn from within a week. But you, if you just make the time to grow, whether 15 minutes, 20 minutes, if you can do an hour, praise God, but make the time. And there was a a monk, I can't remember which order he was in, but there was a monk, Brother Andrew, practicing the presence of God. And he learned how to commune with God as he was doing the menial tasks around the monastery. Mm. As he was sweeping, as he mm. was washing the dishes, as he was cooking, as he was gardening. So there are very few jobs that requ- that require a hundred percent focus yes. at all times. Yes. There are those, but there aren't very many of them <laughs> in, in modern life. Um, so in those moments where you would otherwise like absentmindedly, I don't know, scroll through Instagram or something, pray, it, it, just say, Lord, what do you, what do you have for me right now? What do you want to talk about? And then be quiet. <laughs> yeah. That's the be one thing quiet. we have a trouble with. Be quiet. Like, and just listen. Yeah. Make space inside <laughs> and listen. He'll talk. Yeah. He's been talking anyway. You just miss it because you're so busy, because everything's so loud. I'm talking to myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hate it when I, I, every time I think of uh, whenever I'm in prayer, in prayer closet, I'll, I'll think of stuff and I'm like, oh my God, Father, help me, help me just to be silent here. I just, it, 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 that's just how we run. But within time, if we make the effort, he'll train us. Mm-hmm. Just make it, make the time. And again, he's, he's not going to leave you just because you made... You got distracted for a little bit. No, everything's no. a process. And just make and, make the time. And with that, like, choose to like have a, a a pad nearby with a pen or a pencil. Write down those stray thoughts. 
don't judge yourself for having them. It's natural. Your brain's always going. Mm -hmm. This is something that is counter to nature. Perhaps superior to nature. Supernatural. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, that we quiet down. We slow down. And we allow ourselves to hear. With that presupposition that we can. And that maybe even we should. Should is a sticky word, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but again, it's just got being guided by him and he'll tell us what how to do it right. Mm -hmm. And that's a, again, I, I say it every time. Um, I wanted to say something when you were when we we're talking about um how the Lord changes our minds from a um from what it was to now, like changing our like changing our our, our mindset into I have to do this in order to follow him. Instead, he changes that that into a I want to. Mm -hmm. I want to follow you because I see your goodness. I see your holiness and I want that. I want, I desire it. It goes from being external to being internal. Yeah. It's a, it's a response of love. Yeah. Kind of, oh yeah. We were talking about like that, um, that response to love, you know, and just like, you know, when a marriage, we, uh, you, Matt, you, I'm not married, but you're, you are, but you can even, um, explain that but you you both this made the decision that you you saying we love each other we made we uh we made that commitment we decided because we wanted to not because it was our you know our duty our to duty. continue to yeah to to you know uh you know uh go and uh you know uh, uh be fruitful and multiply but fulfilling that commandment like being that duty but no because you want to you want to spend the rest of your life with each other. So it's the same thing. It changes that, you know, we have to do this because it's our duty as the people of God, the chosen people that we, you know, that we constantly remember who we are and what he commanded us. Well, it goes deeper. Do it because you want to. Yeah, he commanded you, but do it because you, you see his goodness. You see, have the heart of David and better yet, have, be, have the, you know, Jesus now because he just shows you how to truly love and again, when we love, we fulfill the law, because when mm -hmm. we love the Lord with God with everything in our in everything everything in our being, we fulfill the first four commandments. And when we love our neighbor, we're fulfilling the rest, honoring mm -hmm. our father and mother. That's, even though they're our authority, they're our neighbors still. And everything else, we're not going to steal, we're not going to murder, we're not going to commit adultery, we're not going to covet, and so on and so forth. When we have that love, we're fulfilling the law. He fulfilled the law. And we continue to fulfill the law as we, as we have that same love that Jesus had for us. That's the mission. That is the actual mission, to learn what it means to truly love the Lord with God and loving everyone in this world, no matter what the evil, the darkness that exists. That's the most important when to love. And that's a hard thing to do. But we are called to do it anyway. But again, the real thing we hate and we fight is the demonic forces. That, that's the evil we fight. And like I was saying in the beginning, the, the, that love aspect, it's not this, oh, well, eh. <laughs> do whatever feels good. Do whatever feels right. That's okay. You do you. I mean, there's an element of that because love does not command. And command, yeah. There are demands that are placed through love. Right. But that's a living, breathing thing. It's not a dead 
rock. Right, right. Right? So it's, it is, it is soft, but it's also the strongest thing in the universe. Hmm. What was it? Uh, love conquers all fear. That's, and that's what God is. God is love. So if we are, if our mission is to behold him, and by beholding him, we become like that which we behold, that's the nature of things, whatever you focus on, you're going to become like. Mm. Whatever you worship, you will, become, you will begin to emulate. Mm. Whatever that looks like for you. So be careful what you're worshiping. Be careful Absolutely. what you're focused on. Yeah. Yeah. And learn love. It's a process. That's what that big theological term sanctification is. It's learning love. Mm. Mm. And learning to walk out reality that has taken place inside you as you have become a child of God, as you become a lover of Jesus. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Go on all night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The things like this, we can go on all night, but uh, it's truth. So if anything, what for those who are listening, um, whether millennials that have left the church or are still in the church, maybe uh, for the millennials who are not even believers and you're, and you're asking questions, you're, you're seeking out answers. Uh, for, uh, let me, for those who, who are believers uh, that have left the church system and are seeking answers, um, understand that it's completely, what you've been taught tests everything. Um, even for those who are still in the church uh, structure, test everything. Go deeper than what you know. It goes back to uh, one of God's names, Elohim. If you know the Hebrew, the, there's an im and the im is plural. Mm -hmm. well, then wouldn't that translate as the gods? In, in a human mindset, sure, yeah, but that's not what it means. But if, but again, there's a mystery, and then not and this doesn't go credit to me. This is this this mystery is revealed in um what teacher uh, that I respect, uh, Jonathan Kahn's book that um reveals of the the mystery of his name Elohim. It means what you know about God. There's more to know. There's more than, than you can comprehend. He's more than you can comprehend. What you think you know, he's more than that. You, you think you know his love? His love is deeper than that. You think you have, and it goes on and on and on. That's the mystery of his name. He's more than we can comprehend. If you had a thousand years and a thousand lifespans of a thousand You wouldn't be able to hold it all. I don't think we'll be able to hold it all in in the new heavens and the new earth. We'll be constantly learning. And that's that's the beauty of beauty it. Beauty of it. Because nobody knows it all. Nobody can know it all. And even in the whatever specialty, for lack of a better way to put it, we each develop in our knowledge of God. In our experience of God, we're never going to plumb the depths of that either, much less the breadth and the depth. And any, any God that you can isn't God. It's something you came up with. Mm -hmm. So, yeah.
So for those who, who are listening and don't believe, hear these words. Jesus is the promised Messiah. He is the one that can, that is your complete fulfillment if you allow him to be. He is the healer for whatever sickness or whatever bondage you're dealing with. He is the ultimate healer. He can bring you freedom. I can give you the message. Matt can give you the message. We can be there to talk to you. But he, Jesus, Yeshua, the meaning of Yeshua means God is salvation. He is the, he is the way, the truth, and the life. He's the one that can make your lives whole, complete, and uh, be per and relying on him and it just makes everything perfect you know it's uh, and following him is never going to be easy but and that's another thing but if anything take from this he is the way if you seek him he he, he will reveal himself to you all you have to do is just seek him seek and you will find those are his words knock and the door will be open to you it's, it's things we say all the time you maybe hear the christianese talk but it's it's his words not ours mm-hmm so please, I, I plead with you. If you, want, if you want to know, just seek. And one thing we're, we want to tell you that, please, we want you guys to reach out. Uh, Matt, you want to uh, share what, how to reach us? Um, well, the, the easiest way is actually a new email, email address that, we, that I just set up. Yep. Um, Outpouring underscore fellowship at proton.me. Um, aside from that, you can reach out to Caleb. You can at Caleb underscore meal on Instagram or at me on um, Telegram. It's at Matthew 76. So, yeah, there we have ways to just reach to us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, don't feel weird reaching out. Yeah, don't. There's like, we're not going to bite. <laughs> Seriously. Um, just ask whatever question you have. Yeah. Local or, over, you know, every, anywhere, anywhere you're at. It doesn't matter. Exactly. He want to hear from you. And if you've stuck around this long in this <laughs> podcast, I think you're hearing him. Praise God. Praise God. So, you know what? Why don't we do a prayer of faith? Yeah. So, Lord mm. Jesus, I don't know you yet, but I want to. Come and be my Lord. Set me free. Show me how to be truly human. Set me free from sin, from brokenness, from disease, from oppression of whatever kind. Fill, it, fill in that blank for yourself. Whatever thing you feel like you can't get free from on your own, whether it be alcohol, whether it be drugs, whether it be porn, whether it be sex in general, whether it be pride, 
fill in that blank. Give it to him and ask him for what he has for you. So, Jesus, I confess you as my Lord. You are my Savior. Thank you. Amen. 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 So I think this is a great way to end right here. Um, I think uh, the, well, um, not next week, but the week after, we will talk about, we will have a, a discussion on understanding the message of the ecclesia we we get the message of what would is but what is the actual message yeah we kind of covered the love and all that but again it goes deeper like and that that's the thing everyone needs to understand when it comes to his word it's living you're constantly learning something every day amen amen so guys thank you for uh uh for those who have listened um thank you for uh uh taking the time to uh listen to the podcast um i hope this blesses you i really do and we and that's what we were here we want we want to be we want the your faith in jesus to be more real than it's ever been again we we gain nothing from it if anything we 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 gain from just sharing that experience sharing that journey that's the whole point of it we're here till the, until we reach the end and if if you know if he if we see him coming in uh, in clouds of glory or if you know we, or uh, who knows but we want to share that's the whole point we want this to be back as a family and make our relationship with him more real than it's ever been and seeing his power work seeing lives change that that's what we gain that's what we gain from it nothing more so thank you and I, I hope you guys stay on uh, and um. Uh, in tune for our next one uh it will be in a, in a few weeks so not next week but the week after so i hope you guys will stay tuned on that so uh other than that we've given you the con contact information we we look forward to hearing from you and don't hesitate to reach out to ask questions or just you know just to talk uh, i look forward to seeing what the holy spirit does um but yeah so shalom shalom may you be blessed throughout your week and i look forward to uh, our next podcast all right God bless. All right. Well, ended my recording. Yep. So the music is in folk background music by kale productions um we've got the new email address there and caleb's contact info on um telegram or instagram and mine on telegram so feel free send us a message at us whatever um we want to hear from you we want to support you however we can 